0: Welcome to this episode of the 9420 podcast, where we talk about the music that we love and the industry that we tolerate. Welcome to this episode of the 9420 podcast. That was loop de loop by the band RV. Wait a
1: minute, wait a minute. Why? I just decided this. Why do you get to say that every time? Why can't I go? Hey everyone, this is 9420 podcast. That was loop de loop by the band RV. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Greg. Because why can't I, I do Carl,
2: Because why I don't actually don't I get it? to say, hey, everybody. <laughs> that was loop to loop. Why don't so, I get to say it? You can't so say
0: steal, it you can't steal the one thing I actually do on the show.
2: <laughs> hi hi, Nicole. Hi.
0: hi, this is Carl from the
1: Ninety for Twenty podcast. <laughs> and so you say it. go ahead. Here we I'm go sorry. again. Go Here use go. Nicole. Another,
3: <laughs>
2: another auspicious opening to the 9425.
1: Open podcast. your, start, start it.
2: <laughs> you should leave this in. No, you, you should
0: leave this in. This is um, in. So that was Loop De Loop by the band RV. Hi, Carl and Greg. How are you guys doing today? Hi. Yeah. So, so
1: talk about this band, Greg. They're kind of cool. They're kind of fun.
2: You know, I really, really, really enjoy it. I, I, um, I was really into uh, a couple bands in the '80s. There was a band called The Go Betweens, and there was a band called Lilac Time, and they remind me kind of of Go Betweens. This kind of alter, alternative kind of uh, serve A little, little poppy, a little poppy, yeah. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I was kind of like. I was The Raspberries uh, Meet, dance, the, ven- the,
1: raspberries a meet bit. the Ventures yeah,
0: there you go. Uh, so well, hi, Nicole. Hi. I was going to say, and the reason we found this band is um, we were following one of, the, I think, the lead singer Jeffrey Toth um, for a bit, and when we reached back out to ask if we could play his single "Garden Song," he let us know that he was in this band. And oh, I, cool! Yeah, they were. I mean, they're pretty vibey. I think they're uh, yeah. they're very yeah. new. So they've got two singles now. I think they have another single coming out soon. Yeah, they're, so. they're
1: all like. Where are they, they based? They're Where in are they based? They're in Belmont, I think they're really? Belmont College. Yeah, they're right? Belmont College oh,
0: graduates. okay, okay, yeah.
2: okay. Oh,
1: graduates?
0: Well, I think some are students, and then there's probably some graduates in there, too.
2: Well, Carl, you know, you and I have a, like a kind of an unintended uh, association with Belmont because we spent a lot of great quality time across the street at Bongo Java, so...
0: At this point, point, Bongo Vermont Java. used
2: to hang, hang <laughs> out there. I was
0: going to say, at this point, Bongo Java should just sponsor the podcast.
2: Yeah, I know. Our our honorary uh, sponsor, yeah. Well,
1: uh, you guys live down there. Somebody go there and tell them
2: about well, it. Well, we need to go. I we will. need to go tell them I'll about go, it. I'll
0: go there next Thursday right before we eat. You got right your, business, we your
1: business cards now?
0: Yeah. Well, I'll get them tomorrow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I was. You know what I thought about? Is, again, this is a stupid thing, but everything we talk about is usually stupid anyway, so... <laughs> who who decided that a band is two guitars bass and drums? When did that become the model and then it never broke?
2: yeah, Maybe, but it was big band it was still big band bass you know big bill haley and and those guys you know they they started amplifying guitars so you kind of you got that vibe. I don't know when the combo started, but that was that's kind of it, what it's
1: still stuck. It's I like, want to
2: say I'm gonna go out on a limb and be egg headed about it. I'm going to go out on a limb and be eggheaded about it and say that it was jump blues. That's the instrumentation for these these blues combos that were playing what what they called jump music, which was kind of like the blues had a baby and they named it rock and roll kind of stuff.
1: But it's funny, like 60 years later, 70 years later, it's still basically this, the setup. Two guitars, bass, and drums. Yep. You know? Do
0: go you ahead. think the time has come to change that?
1: what are you going to make it like a, a ukulele a tuba and uh you know a, and the and conga i don't know maybe well, we
2: have said we have said that you know the next new thing has not actually you know developed i mean i think there will be a new sound that you know i mean that transcends yeah. hip-hop
1: you know what i want to tell talk about you know I, I, a couple of episodes back you know we kind of i kind of panned mccartney three the album right right his, his solo record his latest solo record Mm-hmm. But what happened is a bunch of artists have um, you know, taken some of the songs and remixed them and recut them and, and redid things with them. So there's one song on the album, Find My Way, listen to it, and then Beck, who I kind of dig, took yeah. it and remixed it and, and, and it made it a cool track. And not only did he mix it, they made this video for it. And this video, I don't know if you've seen it, mm-hmm. it's this deep fake video of Paul McCartney when he was younger. So basically, wow. what, the, what the video is, is like this computerized deep fake generation of, of McCartney singing the song, but 21-year-old McCartney singing the song and dancing. It's like, whoa. I gotta see this. I you gotta see Google this. Google it. It's called yeah. Find My Way with Beck. And yep. uh it's really kind of it's kind of creepy, but it's kind of interesting because like it looks like it can be the future. What, what it says to me is so if this works as the technology gets better and better, you could bring the Beatles back. You can bring Springsteen can release songs of 25-year-old Springsteen.
2: No question. No you know question. What I'm and I think I think that's going to happen and I think that uh, you know they already are doing a lot of work Japan, China. They're doing a lot of work on kind of this concept of cel- digital celebrity so that well, they're actually creating the rock stars of tomorrow, and they don't actually exist in the real world. I was talking
1: to a friend. What what it could do too, I get, if the technology gets cheap enough, what's to stop me from trying to have a career again? So I can, because the songs are good, but then if I can just generate myself as 22 year old me doing it, Why not? You know, so that it's going to be, it's going to open up this can of worms. That's going to be bizarre. I think it's
2: interesting because I mean, you know what the analog version of it is, is the analog version is Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, basically finding four young guys to put grease paint on and makeup and go out as Kiss for the next 40 years.
1: Menudo, right. Right. So
2: that's the analog version.
1: I don't know. It's like, I I don't want to sound like an old guy because I like progress and I like new things, but I don't like the road we're going down.
0: Well, and in the news this week too, there is talk of like the algorithms on the social media networks and the search engines fine tuning what they do to try to find the next big thing in the sense of whether it's a music artist, a band, a company, Where basically people are giving over to technology in order to find what's going to happen next as opposed to actually going and doing it themselves. So that's something that people are talking about and trying to figure out how to navigate and be a part of that algorithm in order to potentially beat the system.
1: Yeah, It's it's stupid. (laughs) <laughs> i'm sorry I, I, all you geeks out there you you like genius coders face. i think you're all just stupid no. you're mm. just brilliant guys <laughs> who are stupid you you know you're you, you can do incredible things with your technical technical knowledge but you don't have the maturity to utilize in any kind of way that makes any real sense it's it's just nonsense
2: it would be it would be nice if people practice more empathy it would be nice if people kind of like you know kind of became more self-aware and more kind and more benevolent Well, technology, uh, as opposed to you
0: know i was gonna say technology's kind mm-hmm. of brought out the worst in people so because no, it's, it's no,
1: exactly no. It's, it's technology it's the no. antithesis of empathy mm-hmm. it's it's technology it's like machines i don't know i just think technology is ruining everything really like you know it's like you know what it's like it's kind of like drugs in the sense that when you first get high, it's kind of cool. You like it. It's good. It feels good. But then in a while, it kind of, you just get into it too much. And then you just get, become like a drug addict. And then it ruins your life. And I think that's what technology is. It's good in the beginning, a couple of beers, you know, when you're drinking, hey, it's great. But then if you're just getting drunk every night, just totally getting drunk, you become an alcoholic. We've become technoholics, whatever that is.
0: Well,
2: well I think that, I think, that, oh, go ahead. I
0: was just, I was going to say, I think especially. In my generation of like the 30, 40 year olds or whatnot, they have become so reliant on their cell phones, which is obviously technology, that they've developed an addiction to their phones to the point where like putting it down for two minutes or three minutes at a time just to like live life and look up from the screen has become almost nearly impossible. And I think that that's also something that people haven't really addressed is a lot of people are living their life through their phone right now as opposed to yeah, actually well. living their life outside of it and enjoying what you know it's not social media
3: it's anti-social
1: media. Well, and, and, and,
2: and you know i mean the fact of the matter is that so much of this is designed you know like to kind of tweak the brain science associated with using these things when we talk about addiction you know of course anybody that listens to this podcast knows that I'm kind of in that world. I'm, a re- I'm into recovery and I, I, I teach classes and that kind of thing. I think that there, there are similarities. I think that fact of the matter is that one of the definitions that's rolling around out there about addiction is that addiction is effectively you seeking temporary relief over and over and over again, and ignoring negative consequences. Well, I think that's how people consume media. Mm -hmm. I think that's how they interact with technology. They just use it for relief. They can't get past the brain science associated with it. So it becomes uh, compulsive. It becomes, and if you're predisposed to being an addict, you can get addicted to it very quickly because... I think Steve yeah.
1: Jobs has ruined... Oh, this is it.
3: Uh-oh.
1: Steve Jobs ruined the world.
0: <laughs> you on had... so
1: many on so many levels. He's ruined the music industry with his iTunes and his iPod, <laughs> and, and he's ruined the iPhone and the iPad. What's all this I, I, I shit? You know, you, how about a meat I, pad? I, 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 how about a meat pod? Or a wee pod. I bet a wee pod. A wee (laughs) pad.
0: Me and my husband were watching Ted Lasso last night. And the, the first like couple of minutes of the entire series, the England guy takes a, a photo with Ted Lasso, and he calls it an Usie. And Ted corrects him, and he says, no, in my country, it's a selfie. And the England guy goes, well, it's us taking the photo, so I'm calling it an Usie And he was like, oh, I like that. So <laughs> I guess yeah, that.
1: that's Yeah, that's a nice, good, feel-good show. You see a lot of that happening in, in the arts, where there' all this throwback to what, when it was better. Reason why nothing new is happening because nothing new is good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do we want to? Tr- I was going to say, want- do we want to get to know the band RV a little bit better? Let's hear another
2: tune by did them. Did we speak with them?
0: Yeah, we, we asked did. them a bunch
1: of questions. So let's Excellent. play another Excellent. another tune by them called Suddenly She. <laughs>
3: drown me A Vita lady is peeking through to see my face I try to look away She always talks about her boyfriend How glad she is being with friends She doesn't see that when she smiles back at me I melt her out right through the floor When for a smoke in the other room But he's like helium balloon. I said I love you with my eyes, you mean in me to every flag in by a perfume Hand on my arm with a tipsy kind of charm. I thought could she want me to? Could it really be that she can see all the better parts of me? But like you wanted me to trust so my eyes are waiting for the fly Hey, hey, hey and suddenly Miss me? Make up your mind, girl. Wake up your mind.
0: I was Suddenly She by the band RV. And now you I think did it's, that good. Yeah, you. and now it's time to get to know the band a little bit with our question of the week. It's
3: I'm
0: right nice on it. Nice to hear that again. I'm it's right nice on it, you know. I'm we so haven't clear. heard that in a few weeks. I know. All right. So the first question we asked was just basically <laughs> having them telling us a little bit about themselves.
1: So what was the question? So what is the exact question? The, I think it's tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: It is tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself. <laughs>
4: Let's see what they had to say. Hey, we're RV. Thanks so much for having us. We're an indie rock band from Nashville that incorporates the sounds of retro, pop, and surf music. There's four of us in the group, Eric Caps, a drummer from Southern California, Mitch Kruger, a bass player from Tennessee, Adam Crodel, a guitarist from Ohio, and me, Jeff Toth, from South Jersey. We're a cross-country group that really brings a lot of sounds together, and the four of us met at Belmont a couple years ago and just have been writing and playing together ever since. Okay, so they're from all over.
2: That's concise.
0: I know. I liked it. It's
2: concise <laughs> and I, it, it surprises me actually that they are identifying with Surf because it really I mean, yeah, it's a little, little twangy. Yeah, they, it's, it's it's but it's not it's a Dan it, Electro. No, and but it's, it's adventure not, you know, guitar down in yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah, Hawaii five O.
2: Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. That last track was like a little swimmy in the uh in in the reverb area, which is kind of retro and kind of Surf, but I don't. I don't hear the changes or the subject matters. You know what I hate about
1: the word retro? The word mm-hmm. retro. You know what? I hate everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's not new.
1: Everything has to have like a like a. Hey man, it's retro. Hey, it's that's, surf. That's, that's, that's not has new. To have it's a, retro. I I loved when it was rock and roll. That's it. Now there's eight billion. Genres. Carl's
2: retrospective of hate.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, but, yeah. I, but I think I hate in a very positive way, though. <laughs> I don't. I, I think it's a very positive hatred. It's not like a, a negative hatred, like most people have. I think it's un- a <laughs> uniquely positive hatred for things.
2: <laughs> it's so ne- endearing. It's so endearing. What's
1: in yeah. The, yeah, it's an endearing. To have
2: you hate things. Endearing. You know, uh, I mean, I, I kind of like don't dig some stuff. But you hate it. <laughs> it was, they asked him something else. What was the
1: We next question did.
0: So the next question is, what are you working on right now?
1: I think the actual question is, I'm looking at the form. It, what are you working on right now?
0: That's what I said.
4: Okay. <laughs> let's, let's see what they said. Right now, we're working hard to finish up our third single, which is called Trees. Our first two songs, De Loop and Secondly She, were pretty amped up. So we wanted to release a song that still has our adventurous spirit, but is a bit more mellow and laid back. The song is meant to inspire and uplift those who want to take control of their lives in a positive way and get out into the world a little bit more. Speaking of which, now that the pandemic hopefully continues to just shrink and shrink in the rearview mirror uh, and venues are opening back up, we're so, so excited to just go all out this year with a ton of live performances. We really feel like a big part of who we are as a band and you know what our identity is as an artist really is our energy. So we can't wait to just get back to sharing that with people in person.
2: I will. Go, I will go see this band.
0: Well, and I think what's fun and too. Have you
1: gone? To, when have you ever gone to see a band in the last thirty years? I
2: tell you, it's you know, right. it's been it's been a while to be honest with you. <laughs>
1: And you live like ten minutes away from downtown. Like you- the
2: old guy, get off my lawn. I'm not going to see a band. I lived yeah. on Fifth
1: Street. I would never go to see bands. I didn't care
2: less.
1: Well, and you know, I- like three blocks away.
0: Uh, I think what's fun about what they're doing with going out and playing is they also they do actually have their RV that they all show up in, and they've got their gear and they all take it out. So they're they're really living- actually have an RV. I, well, not an RV. It's more of like a van ish type thing, but it is the RV that they go and they. They play out of. And
2: so, is there an issue with the band name? So, is it the band RV or is the band named RV?
0: So, I think it's RV, but I've been calling it the band RV because that's how they've been identifying on social media. (laughs) So, I think we asked them a third,
2: even a third question. Yeah, the Yellow Pages. That's that's the name of my band, the Yellow
4: Pages.
0: (laughs) We did ask them a third question, and it is what other music artists have inspired your music career so far?
4: Yeah, so because we come from so many different places musically, like Adam and Eric are both trained in jazz, Mitch adds an element of funk music, and I come from a more singer-songwriter and folk background, we find inspiration from a whole bunch of different people. Some artists that come to mind for us are Coldplay, Hippocampus, uh, Magic City Hippies, and Coin. So it's really interesting that while we can't define exactly where we cross over, we feel so natural and comfortable writing and creating together from that space we love being under the umbrella of indie music because it's not only wide open in terms of figuring out what kind of band we want to be and what kind of music we want to make it's just also open to everyone uh, who likes multiple different styles
1: a lot of these new bands don't even know who their the real who their real influences, influences are yeah. they yeah. don't realize i, I one of these guys even know the ventures or know those bands
2: you know i i called out two band names from the 80s that i'm sure these guys have never heard now is that a function of just making combo, as as you pointed out, just making combo music with a certain amp setting and with a certain amount of reverb? I mean, is that a function of that, or are they channeling some style? Yeah, that, you know what I mean. Know-
1: I think young people they. They watch movies and there's, all yeah. this, there's music all over the place and they dig a sound, they dig this, yeah. this, and they go, oh, that yeah. sounds cool. And they kind of don't know where they heard it from, but they like it. So, like, you know. So, duh. I think we
0: asked RV a, a last question. And Carl, I know this is your favorite, so I'll let you announce it. What way. does
1: a successful career in music look like
4: to you?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's what we asked them, correct?
0: It is correct. That is exactly what we asked them. Let's see them. what
1: they said.
4: Yeah, for us, the answer to this question is fairly simple success to us is just being able to support ourselves financially doing what we love. It is the music industry. So it is tough and uh, chasing your dreams and your passions is always sort of met with the impediment of, Oh, how are we going to make money to support ourselves and live? So really for us, we just want to make music do what we love um, and share something with the world and hope that the world is just kind enough to listen.
1: That's a great answer. And it's, and it's probably the right answer.
4: We've touched
2: on this probably every other or every third podcast since we started. Most people will tell you they would just like to be able to make a living and they want to be able to continue to create. I uh, I think anybody- happened upon some re-records uh, the other day, and they are they're totally sad. What are you so, talking about? So you know when somebody became famous because their vocal is their lead vocal is on a hit and they don't own the master. So somebody else will come along and re-record it and they'll use the original vocalist. And some of them are so tired and so, you know, kind of overproduced or underproduced or it just isn't the same as that magic that was captured on the hit. Right. So if you if you are an artist that, uh, you know, you're you have a recognizable voice and you had a hit back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, you With- found that one too. Uh, yeah, it, don't take people's money and don't take you know twenty five hundred dollars to go in and do another version of that hit that you had in nineteen sixty nine because it sounds. Crappy. Sorry.
1: But I think technology has ruined the arts. I think if you listen to some of these old records and old stuff, old movies, movies are better when they were filmed on film as opposed to digital. Records were better when they when they were recorded to you know tape as opposed to digital. You know, um, everything is ruined. I'm sorry. Pull the plug, you know. Then what do you think would actually happen? Really? If let's say for some bizarre way, we closed down Facebook, just shut it down today. It's over. I think nothing would happen. Right. Nothing would happen.
0: I think, it would be, I think would people happen. would actually be nicer.
1: Right. You know, just shut it down. You know, you're know, not going to turn off the internet. Just shut down these social media sites.
0: Especially the ones, too, that, I mean, really, for all intents and purposes, are basically just used to bully people and leave negative reviews for businesses and say why they had a bad day. Like, to me, there's no point to it.
2: It's been 45 days since I posted something to my personal Facebook account. 45 days.
0: Do you want to know the last time I posted to my personal Facebook account? When? Three years and one and a half months ago.
2: Yeah, me You're too. I, I, I
1: don't post any. I don't post anything.
2: I mean, I think I'm kind of, uh, I'm in the habit of of checking it a lot because, you know, I I, I do like some of the information and I felt like I curated my... My news feed, so I see all my weird stuff that I like, but I'm not even seeing that anymore. No, because you know? of I'm not the algorithm. seeing a lot of, exactly.
0: The algorithm's so. taking over. Who is this guy?
2: algorithm? Who Al- is his algorithm? algorithm.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> he hangs out with, uh, <laughs> with Don
0: Kushner Jr.
1: Jr. Don Kushner Jr. Jr. saying signing off from.
0: Wait, we have one more thing to talk about. What are we talking about? We need to plug our podcast movement panel in case anyone is actually going to be at the conference well, next right week now, and you we to actually meet us.
1: Ladies nope. and gentlemen, this is Don Kirsten Jr. Jr. giving the floor... To our little co-host, Nicole, (laughs) as she tells you about something that's coming up for us. So hit it, Nicole. Go ahead. Thank
2: you, Don Kirshner, Jr., (laughs) Jr. It sounds too much like Don Kirshner. I'm out. I'm done.
0: Uh, So um, next Thursday, August 5th at 2.15, myself, Greg, the people over at Podcast Music and two lawyers will be doing a panel on what the hell is going on in music right now. As in terms of what's going on with music and podcasts. And we will have the duo Hadley Park come and play a song at the end of it as well. So we will be in the Delta room, I believe, Greg, correct? So come don't have a clue. Come find us <laughs> if you're at podcast movement at Gaylord Opryland Resort next week All right, everyone thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the 9420 podcast for everything that we talked about you can go to our website at 9420.com that is the numbers 94 and the letters T-W-E-N-T-Y until next time we'll talk to y'all later
1: goodbye everybody Bye.
2: bye